0: Let's head right to Atlantic Canada with what is being forecast as one of the biggest storms in Canadian history, bearing down on the region tonight. Post-tropical storm Fiona is expected to bring hurricane-force winds and more than 100 millimetres of rain to much of the Atlantic region and eastern Quebec, closer to the path of the storm. More than 200 millimetres of rain is expected to fall, and that could cause much greater damage. Bob Robichaud of the Canadian Hurricane Centre says it's likely the impact will be felt well beyond the centre of the storm.
1: The storm uh, is expected to make landfall in eastern Nova Scotia, that's what we've been talking about for the last uh, few days now, and that's still on track, but what I recommend is not just to focus on the exact track of the storm, the impacts are going to be felt way beyond where the center of the storm actually goes.
0: People across Atlantic Canada are stocking up on last-minute essentials or were all day and storm-proofing their properties ahead of the arrival of Fiona. Bracing for those dangerous winds, heavy rains, large waves, and storm surge brought by the storm could lead to prolonged power outages, wind damage, coastal flooding. Late tonight, it was announced that Prime Minister late his departure for Japan to attend Shinzo Abe's funeral to remain in Canada till Sunday due to the ongoing situation with Hurricane Fiona. Uh, It's 11 p.m. in Atlanta, Canada, 1130 in Newfoundland. The storm is nearly there. I've been watching and tracking it all night and we have complete coverage for you tonight. We begin with global national reporter Ross Lord, who's in Port Hawkesbury on Cape Breton tonight. Ross, thanks for your time.
1: Oh, thank you, Ben. It's great to talk to you again. It's been a while.
0: It has. It has. We've covered a lot of stuff together over the years. This one, this one seems just so ominous. What's it like right now?
1: Well, all week leading up to this, I've been watching this, uh, you know, as you have too, but, you know, knowing that I was likely going to be in the middle of it, and we are. <laughs> so here we are in Port Hawkesbury at or near where uh, Fiona is expected to make landfall in um, just a couple or a few uh, hours um, as, a, as a post-tropical storm. Which, which is where the metal gymnastics begin, right, because most people think hurricane, ominous, post-tropical storm, less ominous. Um, but if you look at the features of this storm, that's not the way this works. Uh, the, the other features of this storm are such that most meteorologists uh, that I've been reading and speaking with and, and listening to are saying that this could have the uh, impact of, of a Category 2, for instance, which is what Hurricane 1 was uh, in 2003, Covered that one. Um, It was an overnight event. It was just terrible devastation. People died from having trees fall on them. Some other people died indirectly um, after the fact. Um, But, you know, that one blew through in a matter of hours. And then by daybreak, it was gone. And uh, there was a lot of damage, but the hurricane was gone. In this case, it's becoming worse right now. I'm at a motel and I can hear the wind howling and the, the rain is coming down. Um, I was actually watching some baseball to get my mind off this for a couple of hours, or tried to. Um, and, and after we talk, I'm going to try to get a little nap because we need to go out um, in uh, a few hours and, and see what's going on. We'll be very careful in doing so, and we're not going to go far. Um, but yeah, you can feel already that it's becoming more intense, and um, you know, I'm studying as you are the the, the, the satellite images. And uh, the people I trust online give me uh, good information. And, and thankfully, in this country, we're blessed with a lot of great meteorologists, including here at Global, Anthony Farnell, one of uh, the folks who, who I'm taking my cue from. Um, but we were in Port Oxbury today and talking to a lot of people, homeowners and shoppers and the mayor and people down at the Yacht Club. And, you know, Cape Bretoners don't scare easily, right, when it comes to bad right. weather, but they're, they're they're scared, you know and and yeah. they are masters of underselling or understating things but uh, they're they're afraid and they will they will tell you that um, if if you really um, you know follow up on on your conversations with them and uh yeah. you know, honestly yeah, you I like alright right you,
0: you, i'm sure you've been there a lot you know right and you were there for dorian i gather you were there for Juan. and this this one uh, what what's been the mood during the day i guess everyone was just getting ready
1: yeah, getting ready and, and, like I said, trying to keep the fear at bay, you know, and, and trying to sort of convince yourself and convince others that if we do the right things, then then everything will be okay. We talked to a woman who um, has done everything right. She's got everything that could move or be blown away, put away in, in a garage, and she's got enough pre-cooked food for 72 hours in case of prolonged power outages. Uh, that may or may not even be enough. We'll see. But... You know, she looks out the window and she says, what I'm worried about is those big old Dutch elms uh, that are nearby. And because if they topple over in her direction, then there goes her house. And, and there's not much of anything you can do about that. So this is what happened with Juan, right? Trees falling all over the place on houses, on cars, et cetera. Um, and so there's only so much you can do. And there's pretty much nothing you can do that will ease your mind and cause you to be relaxed about any of this.
0: No, I mean, just the way it's been talked about, too. I know sometimes it, it, there's that fine line between trying to encourage people to take precautions and then, of course, you know, instilling fear in people, which is which is probably not a bad thing. But, uh, you know, what are the big concerns in, uh, in Cape Breton itself? Because I know obviously there's the causeway. I mean, there, there are some concerns that are specific to where you are, too, tonight.
1: Yeah, the causeway is a big one. And we're only a few minutes from the causeway. Because it's the the big connection to you know the mainland between uh, Cape Breton and mainland Nova Scotia, um, it's low lying, so we're anticipating um, uh, waves going over, and, and we're anticipating it being closed. You know, for how long we'll see. Um, and uh, it, it's 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 amazing. We were down there tonight looking at, at the many uh, tons of boulders that are used on each side of the causeway and thinking, okay, they're not going anywhere, you know, or are they? Because, you know, they're talking winds here, um, hurricane force winds and, and some gusts up to like 150 kilometers an hour. The, the local forecast here in Port Hawkesbury, for instance, um, <laughs> is uh, Sustained winds of 90 kilometers an hour gusting to 120, possibly to 150 in some places. What, what scares me most of with that is the sustained at 90. Like if you have, um, I'll, I'll tell you in Nova Scotia, if you have winds at 60 gusting to 90, that's really windy and it's dangerous. So if you have winds sustained at 90 gusting much higher, and not only gusting briefly, but... I looked at the forecast for tomorrow for here. We're talking all day, Ben, like we're talking all night. We're talking all day. And so you can understand when you start looking at that hour after hour after hour, why people, including me, are so concerned about what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I've, I've been reading just the warnings, people being told, listen, be ready to go to just hunker down, batten down the hatches for 72 hours, uh, you know, and be prepared to be without power, be prepared to be without a lot, be, you know, have food ready as you mentioned. The one woman did everything right, but still, you know, the, the fear is there when weather comes your way like this. And we've seen it. We've already seen the devastation that this very storm has caused in other parts of the, in the Caribbean for instance.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's it's that old, you know, mindset of oh they're my retimers, they're used to it, they'll be fine. And, and and you see online sometimes someone will chime in with a, Oh, we're good. We're we're used to this Well, sometimes there's nothing you can do. <laughs> like you know, you try to do the best and and you try to keep your morale and your friends and family's morale up, but really all you're really doing at this stage of the game is just hoping. You know, the waiting and the wondering and the worrying, which has been going all week, is now you know it's now real right it's it's kind of a slow motion train wreck um and, and you're just hoping that uh, that they're you know that, that it's not fatal for one thing and you're hoping that um you know there's not there's not too much serious coastal devastation or uh personal property damage uh, road washouts like we're talking the whole nine yards right storm surges uh 200 millimeters of rain in some parts in a, in a fairly short period of time and um and those crazy winds so yeah it's uh <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens
0: and, and it's personal for you too ross i mean this is home for you right this isn't uh, you're not you haven't draw, you haven't flown in to cover this this is home for you
1: no yeah it is home for me i live in nova scotia too and uh, you know this is the way it goes when when these things happen sometimes you uh part of you would rather be home um making sure things are okay they are at least trying to but uh don't have that luxury so um, where I live, it will be less impacted, but it doesn't mean it won't be. Um, so, yeah, we'll just see. We'll know better by uh, certainly by this time tomorrow, but hopefully before then, I'll have a better idea of, uh, of how we're going to come through it.
0: Well, Ross, I know you and Gray have, have been through lots together as a, as a reporter camera pair. And, uh, obviously oh, yeah. <laughs> thoughts, are, thoughts, are, thoughts are with the, both of you tonight. Stay safe, stay dry, hopefully. And, uh, we'll, we'll check in again, Ross, best of luck. And thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I know that BC's had more than its share uh, recently and I've, I've, i you know, felt empathy for that. And, and, uh, you know, everyone gets through it. Um, and, and now it's our turn and, uh, you know the the particular context of this with with climate change is a, is a talk for another day. I think after it's over, but um, it's it's a frightening world at times.
0: Well said, Ross. Ross Lord, thank you. Port Hawkesbury and Cape Breton tonight, bracing for post tropical storm Fiona.